Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 42 Bad Commentary. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 42. I looked it up three times. 42. You certainly did. I did. 42. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. I mean, the numbers don't matter. Joe's posted every time I say that, he, you know. Uh, he's got to correct you. Yeah, he's got to correct me, and he's got to run his uh, anti-review uh, campaign against us. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett, sup, how are you, pal? Sup, dude? What's going on? Uh, we got some, some wrestling to talk about, some some AEW versus NXT exclusively. Sure as shit do. Uh, we got probably the most hours of wrestling we've ever covered in one show tonight. Too many hours of wrestling. Yeah. Like, probably, like, too, too many hours. Way too many. Like, TWO too many. Well, alright, so, the two shows are two hours apiece yes. for, and then AEW Dark, two hours long. That's at, the two, an too hour many. and fifty. Yeah, that's insane. Fuck off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know why anybody would want that to happen. Tony Khan tried to pass it off as a reward. So... Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Um, somebody kind of brought up the point today of looking at, like, how many wrestlers AEW's kind of brought in during this point uh-huh. to give, like, paydays to. I saw a number said they have, like, 86 on the roster. Yeah. But just to think, like, all right, like, the independent guys, like, who mm-hmm. obviously aren't working right now. Like, right. So, like, listen, if you're paying them, I'm, I'm okay with it. I ain't gonna fucking watch it. Sure. But... If that's, like, part of it, then I'm all right with that. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. Yeah. So, AEW. too fucking long. <laughs> AEW Dark. We don't have any news, right? We went over this. There's no real news. A little bit we'll, we'll hit while we're talking yeah, about the individual sure. shows. So, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, AEW Dark 44. Uh, the official longest dark there ever was. My God. This is the world's longest dark. Part, like, 19. Uh, is an hour fifty, Whoa. and uh, Brett and I have been trying to figure out a way on how to handle these these shows lately, um, because uh, Dark just isn't entertaining, no. and we suffer through it, and we've tossed some ideas out there, and we were going to struggle through, and then we saw that it was two hours long, <laughs> so Brett just Brett came up with the idea of us splitting it, so uh, I watched half, he watched half. And that's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna talk of the talk to the the one another about the halves that we watched and fill each other in. I look at it this way: like Tuesday nights, yeah, you know, that, like two hours to take away, like yeah, that's a lot of fucking time, man. It's a ton. <laughs> so what I've been doing, um, the same thing I did when we watched Pain Pigs. What's up, Pain Pigs? Virtual Shout out pros. Virtual Pros. Uh, is I sit on my computer because you gotta watch it on Twitch, and I'll watch it on my computer and burn wrestling dvds because i'll burn i'm just burning like fmw show after fmw I show love that uh so i did that with dark this time too because at least then some of my time is productive in between watching the initiative do you, you know who the initiative is uh yep okay you know that part all right <laughs> so uh yeah so i watched the first hour of AEW dark you watched the second so i'm gonna start and uh, ask questions ask for clarification because okay. i sure as hell am going to match number one the aforementioned initiative, or as I call them, the losers. 
because it's just what they are, versus the other losers. I'm sorry, uh, versus FTR. No, no, you were right. Okay, okay. thank you. Um, so the it gets revealed that the losers are now called the Initiative because they have initiative, and when you roll in D and D, you're rolling for initiative. I'm lost already. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, uh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, it was about what you would expect. Uh, FTR, just a little showcase for FTR. Um, some little point, little highlights of this match, if you want to call it that, is uh, Avalon uh, did a crossbody to the forehead of one of the FTR guys because he Ugh. overshot a flying crossbody. Oh, good for him. Uh, other than that, this match was unremarkable at best. Sure. And all just to set up at the end that Tully Blanchard was sitting in the crowd. And when FTR wins, they point to Tully and Tully points back. Ooh. Yep. And then FTR leaves and Young Bucks are uh, uh, in the crowd, which they never are for regular matches. They're only there when they have to do a gimmick. And then they, like, shake hands and you think, oh, my God, they're at odds. Oh, no, they're friends now. You know, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll talk about that yep. more later. So that's the thing. Match two, we have Pineapple Pete versus Michael Nakazawa. Oh, God. Or not Pineapple Pete and Michael Nakazawa versus Janelle and Sunny Kiss. Uh, so part of me is like, oh, cool, another tag match. Like, I love tag wrestling, uh, and yeah, I like Janelle and Kiss. putting this to the test, huh? Yeah, it really is. So, uh, lots of Turkish oil in this match. Oh, fun. Uh, Nakazawa had a bottle... Pineapple Pete had a bottle. They did like a goofy entrance, trying to do their comedy stuff. Oh, Pineapple Pete leeching off of more people's gimmicks. All right. Pineapple Pete stinks. Nakazawa, I've just come to accept that he just doesn't entertain me. But if you like him, you like him. Yeah, and he's Kenny Omega's buddy. Yeah. So, lots of oil. At some point, uh, uh, Sunny Kiss has, I think it was Nakazawa up in the... The whatever the move is where he puts he, he's up on the he did it to Tommy Dreamer in the Battle Royal puts you, his oh, feet around your head and yeah, slams I don't, I don't your face into his butt yeah. uh, and it was really great butt um, and Pineapple Pete like squirted the oil so that Nakazawa slipped away but then Sonny Kiss's ass was covered in Turkish oil interesting so yeah but there's too much comedy too much oil there was a big oil spot in the middle of the ring so Sonny Kiss went to do something and slipped on it uh, I just uh, but Janelle and Sonny Kiss win. Uh, I like that tag team. I'm glad they're back to being a tag team. They should be a tag team on the main show. I not, agree with that. not the second episode. Not the second match on Dark. You mean Joey Janela diving off of like piers? Yeah, just being that, insane. On Atlantic City yeah. this weekend, being you, ridiculous. You fucking nut. <laughs> match number three. Now, so again, we oh, wa- I watched an hour of this show, and you watched an hour of this show. I have seven matches to talk Jesus about. In my hour. Christ. <laughs> what the hell? So. Strap it. Uh, match three, Abaddon versus Skylar Moore. I know Abaddon. I don't know who Skylar Moore We've seen Skylar Moore. Moore. She's blonde. We've seen her. She's been on Darks a few times. For sure. Okay, if you say so. Yeah, she definitely has been. So, uh, I love the Abaddon gimmick. Sure. Uh, and she comes out super terrifying. Yeah, she's creepy as Skylar Moore's blonde. Pretty girl. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, they're playing that dynamic, sort of, you know, the very pretty girl versus the scary <laughs> monster woman. Sure. Uh, 
this match, I it was short. Abaddon wins. Uh, Abaddon did a really crazy spot where Moore like did a move to her neck, and Abaddon like sat up in the middle of the ring and like neck cranked herself to set her head back. Uh, okay, which was really cool. Um, if you're going, clearly they're pitching Dark to be their second show. Yeah, as you would think. This is the kind of stuff that should be on this second show. I like this match. I like Abaddon's gimmick. It brings something interesting. You don't see enough of Abaddon to know how good of a wrestler she happens to be, but you don't need to because the gimmick works and it's so different and it's scary and the look is really good. This I actually really liked. Um, I would say put this on your second show and I'll be happy if you use these kind of talents as your as your second show. Sure. Um, because again, either one could have pulled this win off. I, you know, there was no, obviously FTR's beating the initiative. Obviously Janelle and Kiss are beating Pineapple Pete and Michael Nagazawa. This one go either way. Yeah. Because there's no, there's not tons of stakes built in either one of them. So, uh, I mean, they do like Abaddon more. The gimmick just works. She's fine too, I think. Yeah. So, but we, we've seen them both. I really did like this match. Good. After this match, we got a Jan Spears glove promo. <laughs> uh, just talking about the glove. I, I tuned out i couldn't tell you I, I he said something about the glove and something about people underestimating him and something 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 and hopefully soon because code uh, spoiler for later on cody's other best friend is now in the company too so hopefully Jan spears will be gone uh <laughs> sorry match four we got the dark order of uno and grayson versus sean dean and will hobbs okay okay so uh a couple things from this match Evil Uno's lost some pounds. He has. He looks yes. good. Yeah. Uh, you know, he uh he's moving around a little better. Not that he not that he really bothered him anyway, but I just think he looks better overall. Yeah. Um I hope it's more of like a hey, I just want to get fit as opposed to like, hey, people are telling me I'm too fat or something, because this bullshit fat yeah. wrestlers are awesome. I agree. But uh but yeah, Uno really slimmed down. Uh the thing for me is that uh and again, clearly Dark Order is gonna win this one. But Sean Dean and Will Hobbs could be stars in this company. Did uh, Will Hobbs have a spine buster? Of course he did. Good. How did it look? Great. See? I'm so, here's the thing. I legit think these guys can be stars in this company. I've said that about Lee Johnson, who's seemingly disappeared. Yeah, he's gone. No, he's on the main show. Was he? He was. Boy, I don't remember. <laughs> he didn't wrestle, but he was there. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but... Sean Dean needs some work. You need to figure out a character for him, but his in-ring work is good. Will Hobbs has the size yeah. to be a star now. And something I wanted to bring up later, and probably will bring up later, is not a lot of diversity on these AEW shows. Well, you're not the only one who's been bringing that and up lately. So, and I thought about that while watching Dark. And then saw today that other people were talking about it. And I was glad because I was like, it, it's not just me. But like looking, I mean, just looking ahead at this, at the, the Dynamite card. I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> that it, not a ton of diversity. And that's that's a shame. Um, I think they they like to tout themselves so much as uh, we'll get into this later. But the town sure, shows of the sure. anti-WWE well, then start acting like it, please. But anyway, more on that later. Um, 
yeah, uh, Hobbs has the size and the look. He can be a star now. Yeah, it was good. The only thing, the problem is, is that they have three giant guys on giant guys on their main roster that they don't do anything with. So he would just get lost in the mix. That's why somebody said like that dude should go sign with NXT, yeah, and right? get to work with the big guy. Like, right. like even like the older guys for mentors, like yeah. they'll teach him how to work like a big guy. Right. He looks good. I, I'm a fan of Will Hobbs. I think he. I think you can. He's you can move him. Yeah, and he'd be a star just on size alone. But it was a good tag match, very simple little tag match, nothing too, you know, Dark Order cutting off the ring, doing all that stuff. It's a good, simple tag match, and I like this one, too, which is two matches in a row that I liked wow. on Dark. Is Certified am- AEW Dark It's amazing. Fan. Yes, right. Then the next match, we get Corey Hollis versus Scorpio Sky. Okay. Uh, eh, that's, I don't care. It didn't, yeah. didn't do anything for me. They told me Corey Hollis is uh, apparently a Ricky Morton student, <laughs> so good for him. Uh, but yeah, it was nothing. Uh, Scorpio Sky. More on him later. Uh, match six, we got Kenzie Page versus Penelope Ford. Uh, pretty much a squash. Kenzie Page. She wears the pink. She used to come okay. out. With a, she used to yep. come out with like a Mean right. Girls book or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, pretty much a squash. Penelope wins, of course. Um, I will say Kenzie Page. Really good strikes yeah. in this match. Yeah, that that I that's what impressed me on this one. Her strikes look good and solid, which is nice. I like a good work and punch. She threw some good ones. Match number seven, the last <laughs> match of my hour. Whew. Aaron Solo versus Wardlow. Ah, the Wardlow returns. Yes. Yeah. So, couple things. He, did, he finished with the knee lift out of the corner where he put the guy up on the top row. You murdered him? Yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. I love that. So that's awesome, right? Um, Beat up after the match, he hits the F10 and it looks like crap. He has to hit him like three times because the dude doesn't take it right. Ugh. But I had an idea during this match. <laughs> and I want to pitch it to you. Okay. Now, was this idea brownie influenced? No, no, okay. no, 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 right. no. That that is not going to happen while we talk about Andor watch wrestling for a long, long time. <laughs> so we got Aaron Solo and Ward Low. Oh boy! I thought to myself, what does AEW need but another random tag team teamed up or potentially a stable to join the ranks of Taz's Maniacs and so on and so forth? So you got it, Solo. And Wardlow. I'm thinking the Low Riders? Isn't there already somebody in AEW called a Low Rider? No, there was. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's all right. Because I got a second one. Right, okay. And if they can pry him away from Impact, Low Down. Was D'Lo Brown an Impact? D'Lo Brown just teased Aces and Eights like three weeks ago on Impact. Oh, what the fuck? Like, no. what, they're like, why did that D'Lo Brown Aces and Eights thing not go anywhere? Yes. D'Lo Brown is an impact. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Uh, lo- lowdown, managed by D'Lo Brown. It's Aaron Solo and Wardlow. Now. As faces when Wardlow splits off from MJF. Now, if you remember, though, Lowdown was the tag team of D'Lo and uh, Chaz from the Headbangers. Oh, I see it. No, where they wore their track pants. Okay, so, so Joe Spost was yelling at me again last week for not the <laughs> not remembering the Mountie thing, and now not remembering that. Uh, that's an excusable out of okay. my brain. <laughs> well, I'm sure they could buy the rights. <laughs> bring in Chaz. Yeah, they want to do that. I don't know. You want to bring in Beaver Cleavage? Is that what he was? Yeah. That was Who Beaver was Meat? That was 
Fucking Sean that Stasiak. That was Sean Stasiak, right? Yeah, that's, I thought it was Sean Stasiak. What more gimmicks do you need to be told that you should know? <laughs> right? I don't God know. Damn it. I don't know. Who was the guy with the nylon over his head and the suspenders teamed up with Mick Foley for a little bit? I won't even entertain that. <laughs> I won't. God damn it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, so that's, that's my end of Dark Power. Well, well kind of. I did watch the next match, but this is where This about. is where I begin. We have the best friends. Yes. Uh, Trent and Chucky e. T going up against uh, Beaver Boys. John Silver. Yeah. Um, awful Waffle ends it, and anytime that happens, I fucking love, yep. love it. It looked great. Um, it was really fun, I thought. I, I'll... I mean, I didn't watch the first half of the show, but I'm going to say this is probably the best thing on the whole show. Uh, it was... I I really liked this yeah, match. It was good. Uh, and, spoiler, uh, it could be in contention for my AEW match of the week. <laughs> Next match, we have uh, Frankie Thomas, the debuting Frankie Thomas, okay. going up against Lance Archer. Any gimmick on Frankie Thomas? Uh... Guy with tattoos that Ooh. can that can work, brother. So you're telling me that he's going to be in Dark Order in two weeks? Essentially, yes. Okay. So he'll be 13. Lucky right. 13. Okay. Um, That's already a thing. I, I know. <laughs> uh, Lance Archer, you know, kill, death, murder, all yeah. that. Great. Moving on. Uh, Serpentico mm-hmm. going up against uh, Mr. Orange Cassidy. Oh. So is he, it is it? Was it Serpentico or was it Sammy? It was Serpentico. Okay. Um, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed this a lot right in the beginning. Serpentico went to run and dive into Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy just sidestepped. And Serpentico ate fucking shit. Yeah. Um, you know, this was the Orange Cassidy, you know, the, the, the Orange Cassidy show pretty much. Uh, hit him with a crucifix to win, which was surprising. Only went like three minutes, but okay. eh, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. All right. Um. Next match, Fuego Del Sol. Ooh, Fire of the Sun. Yes, that guy. Mm-hmm. Going up against Sammy Guevara. Oh. So we're putting Sammy on dark. Yeah. Well. Which, whatever. Um, obviously, Sammy wins. Yeah. There was a spot where he was going to go throw Fuego over the top rope, dump him to the outside, and Fuego kind of missed the rope. Ooh. And uh, it could have yeah. been real bad, but okay. he, he was all right. Um. But yeah, nothing really to talk about, you know? Okay. Um, next match, Private Party. I think this is the main event. Yeah, Ooh. the main event. Triple Threat Tag Team Match. Okay. Private Party going up against uh, Santana and Ortiz going up against mm. SCU. Okay. So. I'm assuming Kazarian and Daniels. Yes. Okay. So, you know, on paper you're like, okay, this could be kind of fun. Yeah. Um. You know, I know a lot of people who are just like, what the fuck? This is almost two hours. Why is it still a show? Yeah. Including me, and I'm only watching half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the match itself, I don't know. It was okay. okay. Um, Santana and Ortiz get the win. Low blow. Inside cradle. 11 minutes. Wow, eleven minutes. That's a um, long time. It was okay. It was kind of disappointing. I'm not gonna be. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't know if it was just like uh, I don't want to be watching this right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was pretty late when I watched it too. So because uh, I was watching something on Tuesday. Oh, I was watching the Sixers that yeah. last exhibition game, and then I was watching some of Impact, which I need to finish. Ooh. Um, 
But yeah, it was kind of your run of the mill shit. So um, that was the end of dark. All right. Well, please, 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 never make that show that long yeah, again. Don't ever, 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 ever. It's too much. Yeah, for sure. With nothing but squashes. How many matches did you did you end up watching? I think I was like four or five, so like eleven or twelve. It, it's just too fucking much. Yeah. Like, especially when your main show, which is two hours long, has five matches on it. Just make make them yeah. more meaningful. Book meaningful matches. Or you know what? Like, use it as like a lead into yeah. dynamite. Right. Show some like I don't know. Show some yeah. Clips like treat it like WWE, treat it like Thunder. Right, I know it's like I know that it's weird that it's like uh, these troubling times, if you will, and they have to do some weird stuff. But like, you got to figure out a direction for this show, and just putting putting randos against randos ain't gonna do it. You know, if you're gonna do it, make it meaningful. That Abaddon Skyler Moore match was had some meaning to it, and was good, and was short. And it got him over. Like do stuff like that. Yeah, don't it, just don't just give me stuff. Give me squash matches. Even all like the time. like the last match, like a triple threat tag team match with three of those teams. Like you should be like, okay, this is gonna be like a number one contenders, right? Like, but no, no. it's just there to happen. Yeah. So nah. And not. when you get when you get stuff like Scorpio Sky Corey Hollis, there's just there's nothing there. Scorpio Sky's not gonna get any more over from it. No, the match isn't gonna be any good. So it's not like hey, I'm watching a good wrestling match. And even when it is good, it falls flat because it doesn't matter because you know who's gonna win. Yeah, and that's why like. When I saw the length, I was just like, nah, dude, we, yeah. no, not, uh, not this week. I will continue to uh, call audibles when necessary on yeah. that kind of stuff. I, I agree. When it's that long, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do under an hour and a half, but anything over that, oh God. Yeah, that's please tough. leave me alone. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. So we're kicking off Inner Circles coming to the ring shortly after Best Friends and Friends. Yeah. With uh, Orange Cassidy and the best friends at Jurassic mm-hmm. Express. Uh, tonight for commentary, oh, good. we I have yeah. Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, and Taz. Yes. Excalibur is not on commentary. Yes. Because uh, some shit got raised on the internet this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, some old clips from old PWG, like 2004-ish, maybe. Oh, yeah. I think it was like 2004-ish, okay. maybe even earlier. Of uh, Excalibur uh, dropping some not so good words. Yes. Yeah. Uh, using some racial slurs. Uh, As part of the wrestling angle, mind you. Sure. Uh, still not a very good idea. No, fuck but, no. Uh, yeah. So they don't really address it on commentary. They just sort of. He wasn't even mentioned. Yeah. They just. Uh, let us suffer through JR as the leader of this commentary oh, team. Was he extra special awful last night? He was so bad. Um, just directionless. He doesn't know how to lead a team anymore. I don't think he knows how to call a match anymore because he doesn't. He doesn't focus on the match at all. Uh, he was awful. But we'll get in that a little later. Maybe we won't because he was so bad it's not even really worth talking about. We just bitched the whole night about him. Yeah. Uh, but Shivani should lead that team if anybody uh, if if Excalibur's not Agreed, around. Yep. There's no energy. Excalibur brings energy. There's just it was no excitement. It was just just bullshit. Excalibur kind of keeps them on track. Yeah, right. Too, he direct, he he is he's rudder. He he's the rudder that directs them where they want to go. And they were rudderless last night. But anyway, so the stuff with Excalibur, I get it. You know, I, I digging up stuff from people's past. Everybody has something bad in their past. I don't know anybody who, no, who, honestly, who wouldn't have shit looked up into their past, whether it's social media or or prior, if you were able to look up before social media, 
people make mistakes. People say awful things. They're out there. Uh, doesn't doesn't forgive it. It doesn't make some sort of exception. They're still awful things. Uh, whether or not it was with part of a wrestling angle doesn't matter. Uh, it's terrible. My biggest problem with it is if you're going to punish Excalibur and you set the president, you know, Sammy said something it was for me a few years ago. He went to his, you know, finished his course, did all that stuff. Did I feel they handled it the, the right way. You know, Jimmy Havoc is still gone. So they set that precedent where, you know, people, you're not going to fire, you're going to educate, which I completely agree with. Yeah, I'm Especially when it's long enough ago. Jimmy Havoc's a little weird because he's had some incidents even recently, but if it's if it's addiction and substance abuse, then that's something you work on and help sure. him through that. But it, education over termination for me in most cases. You know, if this was Excalibur a few years ago and then he was still, he got caught doing it, you know, this week, then that's a problem. Um, you know, but give people chances, particularly when it's older. My biggest problem with it is that AEW has a potentially problematic locker room. Yeah. You have Scorpio Sky. Who yeah, has made sure do. horrible comments more recently than this Excalibur stuff. It's my understanding. Yeah. Um, just hate speech, derogatory language towards the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, so, which is one of the reasons why, like, I straight up say, fuck that guy. Yeah. I don't want him off TV. I'm just not going to put up with him. I don't know. It's not going to watch his match. He's not, you know, he had, like, one really good match when they when they first split off and he wrestled in slacks and whatever. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so then the precedent you're setting is Scorpio's got to get pulled. Whatever punishment you give to Excalibur, Scorpio needs to get pulled, too. And he was just on TV this week. It was dark, but he was there. Maybe that was, rec- that was probably recorded last week. So, who knows what they do with him. But you got to pull him. He's got to do that same thing. Sure. It, it just, it has to be done. Uh, you can, and I get it, you know, extra sensitivity, I'm sure, around uh, racism because, you know, Brandy is a, is a prominent figure in the company. Um, but that, and that being said, you know, not a lot of diversity on these AEW shows. No, and that's been brought up the last few weeks yeah. where people have been pointing that out. Right. And it's kind of like you look up and down the card from last night and you go, kind of right. Right. So you have Sammy, you know, you have Diamante. We know Big Swole is there, um, but they're not using them. Even on listening to the AEW podcast this week with Sonny Kiss, Sonny brings up how uh, great he feels about them having him and Nyla there. Yeah. Oh, and it is both a great people thing. of color. Uh, both from the LGBTQ plus community. And that's great. It's awesome that they're hired. But that's not enough. Yeah. Let's start using them then. And Sunny, they started too, but it's been start and stop, start and stop. Nyla, they have fucked up at just about every turn possible for <laughs> yeah. her. Um, so, like, it's a bummer that, you know, they, they have these people on their roster they brought in, which is great. Because... Again, I said it earlier, you want to be the anti-WWE, you want to be opposite what they do, you want to say you're out to give somebody else an alternative, start acting like it. Because you're not, you don't have diversity on your shows, so you, you have to actively work that in. And I'm not saying just work it in just for the sake of working it in. What I'm saying is, if Sonny Kiss, who was a super talented fucking professional wrestler, was only getting better, and in that interview credited Dustin as training him and getting him so much better. Good. You have Nyla, who has been 
should have been the dominant force in that women's division. It's not that I'm not happy that she is the champion. I love that. But Nyla should have been the champ from the beginning. Yep, should have been. Yeah, we've said that. We say that every time they bring up Nyla, we talk about how much they fucked that up from the beginning. Yeah. So like, start using these people. You know, there's no reason why Big Swole can't be on your TV every week. Oh, but Big Swole suspended for whatever bullshit. Anyway, on top of everything else, like we said with the hate speech, with with Excalibur going, with how they should do the same for Scorpio Sky, they'll never do this. I get why they won't, but as great as I think he is in the ring and as great as I think he is on the mic, Chris Jericho's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's got some views that are very, you know, uh, I don't agree with, that yeah. to say the least. Same thing with, uh, uh, fuckhead, uh, Jake Hager. Jake Hager, right. Yeah, like, yeah. see, it, it's kind of hard for me because those dudes haven't outright come out and said anything mm-hmm. where... Not to my knowledge, at least, where everybody's like, hey, this is a real fucking problem. They just lean on a certain side of things. And we had this discussion earlier, Mm -hmm. like in the night, where people are allowed to have opinions. I'm like, you should have an opinion Mm -hmm. because you're a fucking human being. But it only goes so far where if your opinion starts to border on either pushing your agenda or... On, on hate speech, mm-hmm. that's where the, I, I draw a line. That's the thing. I shouldn't know what your necessarily leanings are one way or another when I'm watching you as a professional wrestler. Sure. Unless, unless it's tied in your gimmick in some stupid way. It's when you go out of your way to make me aware of it and say dumb shit and say hateful shit that it becomes an issue because you brought it to the table. So even we, we know that Jericho features people on his podcast that are questionable at best. We know Hager... Uh, I'm sure if we looked hard enough, we could find some I'm sure. really terrible. I mean, the, one of Hager's whole gimmicks in the WWE was just hating immigrants. Yeah. Um, but, like, Scorpio is documented for saying the things that he said. Yes. So, at the very least, my point is, if you're going to start pulling these people out, which I agree, you should. Educate these people. Get them to the... Maybe, maybe they, don't, they don't all need a month. Maybe they don't need suspended with pay. But, you know, educate them. Have them apologize and have them get educated on what they did and why their words matter. Even if they've already learned that lesson, do it. Just so so you have it out there. Just so you know as a stance, as a company, this is what I'm doing. This is what we're doing as a company. This is the culture we're trying to bring. Because I don't know how you share a locker room. You know, even, and again, not everybody needs to be friends. Not everybody needs to be in a clique. And you know, not everybody needs to hang out. But how do you have Scorpio Sky and Sunny Kiss in the same room together? Yeah. I don't get it. Yep. So if you're going to pull Excalibur and you're going to pull Sammy, rightfully so, start pulling everybody else too. Get everybody in the, on the same playing field and say, here's the clean slate. Here's the date you were educated. Here's the, we will give you a, a benefit of the doubt to an extent because here's where we took the time to educate you. Here's where we said, here's what you need to learn or you won't work here anymore. And from that point on, the mistakes that are made prove who they are as people, and they then are gone. But you can't just pick and choose this shit. Like, and it, that's part of the internet's problem, too, is that they will just pick whoever they want that week sure. and try and get them canceled or try and do whatever, try and get them removed. I'm not saying what happened wasn't shitty or Excalibur shouldn't be saying those things. Of course he fucking shouldn't have. But you gotta 
level that playing field and pull everybody who said horrible shit. And unfortunately, it's going to be a lot more people than you think. Yeah. It's not going to be fucking Joey Ryan level of, you know, outrage and horribleness. But there's going to be a lot of people that said sh- shitty stuff in their past that are going to need, uh, you know, at least a public apology and like, uh, I'll do better. I'm sorry. So Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so let's uh, we get going here. Match number one, um, we already said, yeah, Inner Circle versus Best Friends and Friends and mm-hmm. Jurassic Express. So I missed okay. a lot of this match because yeah. uh, I have Directv, and I feel like when there's a fucking little tightly dense rain cloud that goes by, I lose. It just goes out because it's not good. Um, so I didn't see most of this match. Okay. Um, so you missed Luchasaurus's mask breaking. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Okay. His yeah. mask almost came off. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened if a strap broke or somebody was, like, holding it up for a bit, and he did get it kind of fixed or tied back on or whatever. Uh, I just know while I was watching it, I said out loud, you mean he's not a real dinosaur? <laughs> so. Yeah, I know uh, from what I saw of it. Yeah. Uh, not good. Uh, so I, I assume this was going to be the main event of okay. this show. When they announced it, um, because Jericho and OC are in main event program, supposedly, sure, from sure. what I remember, I'm according to this match, I'm horribly wrong, but um, everybody was in slow motion. Uh, they all tried to do stuff, but it was just a lot of it. It just did. People weren't clicking. There was parts of it I liked. Trent looked great. You know, lots of the you know the people who look good always look good. Uh, but it it just didn't click. It didn't work for me. And this match set the tone for me for the rest of the night where I was like, ooh, I, I can't get into any of this. Um, I don't know if they were trying to do sort of that PWG style that the Bucks tend to do. And they just they, and I don't really love that match. And this match just didn't do it. It was just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, apparently, and again, I still miss this. Mm-hmm. I was kind of reading a review here. Uh, commentary showed that they have mass and proof that they took a blood test. Oh, yeah. So, JR, I don't... It makes no that? sense. Again, more JR being yeah. a, a terrible, terrible last night. Terrible. So, makes zero sense. They cut to the table and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to show you uh, that we, we're wearing our wristbands. And they had like a wristband on. And like, that means we got our mask and we got our blood test. And I'm like, okay. And he picks his mask up like off the table and goes, see, we have our mask. And I'm like, you're not wearing them. So you're not protected from the virus by carrying a mask in your fucking pocket. (laughs) If only it was that easy. And I get it. He's talking in the microphone. You don't want want to sound somebody like this the whole time they're talking. I get it. Um, They're not six feet apart on commentary. They very easily could be. Sure. That, you know. Hey, New Japan's doing it. Set up the plexiglass in between and everything. Again, Wheel of Fortune redesigned their wheel. To keep people six feet, keep contestants six feet apart so they can come back and start doing episodes they again. Really? They really? Holy shit. Uh, Jeopardy is doing, is putting the podiums six feet apart so people, so they can start doing without an audience wow. again. AEW can put an, put an extra folding well, table up. The UFC th- does right. it. Like, come right. on. They can put, they can throw up a second folding table, order a second uh, AEW sheet to go over the table from Vista print and just do it. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. But anyway. JR was like, we got our blood test, we got our masks, in case anybody's wondering, we're compliant. Like, nobody was wondering, nobody gives a shit, JR. Like, we all know that you guys don't really care. Uh, showing us the mask that you have on the table does nothing. Uh, yeah. Weird. It was just <laughs> odd. And it was mid-match. It's just Whoa, odd. Uh, it was like right in the beginning, maybe. It was odd. That's I, weird. 
No. Uh, I guess I missed a Moxley promo, too. Yeah, so, the, the, but the thing I want to tell you about, um, about the, this match, my problem with the, with this tag match, you didn't see the end of this match at all? No, I didn't. Okay. I, yeah. So, if I was to say to you, so this match had, it was best friends and friends versus the inner circle. If you were booking AEW, what would be, what, what would be your finish and, or what would you build in this match for later on down the line? Well, who won the match? Uh, the best friends of friends. Okay, so I would have had Orange Cassidy. Uh huh. Pin Santana. Okay. Because Hager, they want to protect. Uh huh. I did see him like in his weird like Walmart five pack compression pants. Real fucking sure. awful gear. Um, you're not gonna have him pin Sammy because there's still a lot of. Mm-hmm. Juice there, yeah. You're definitely not gonna have pin Jericho. Okay. You can't pin Ortiz because he's the best. Okay. Um. So that's what I would have gone with. All right. So I would have had Cassidy pin Jericho because okay, geez, Cassidy lost the singles match. He should have won. This gets him some rub back from Jericho, and then you can move this on, right? Instead, what they do is have. Cassidy face off against Hager in the middle of the match for a good couple of minutes. Get all his shit in there. Have Hager throw him around a little bit. Then, have Cassie and Jericho sort of fall to the outside of the ring. Not really seen from again in this match. Okay. Then, shenanigans, shenanigans. Sammy Guevara goes up to the top rope to win the match with his top rope move. Sure. And Matt Hardy appears out of nowhere. Oh, God, they're doing this still? Shoves Sammy off oh, the top rope. This explains things for later. Yes. Okay. Shoves Sammy off the top rope for Sammy to lose the match. So they did this whole ten man match. You don't so see, you don't see just overbooked. To you shit, don't see yeah. Cassidy and Jericho doing anything outside the ring. You don't see them continuing the feud out there because you can do that. They brawl out. Sure. They're away from the match. Jericho's not there to save Sammy. None of that. You don't see them again. Matt Hardy, who has given up all his other gimmicks, by the way. I don't know if you've seen that on social media. I saw it. I just yeah. don't pay attention. So it's just Matt Hardy. His music comes on that nobody fucking recognizes. He pushes Sammy. Sammy loses the match, and you're like this whole ten man match. That you booked to start the show that had all this shit in it that wasn't even very good was just to book Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. <laughs> and I was like, this is awful. Like, this match wasn't good, but with a good finish, I could have been like, oh, that was cool. This was stupid. This <laughs> had nothing in it that mattered. But except for like now we're getting Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara for no reason. I don't know who wants to see that match. I don't want to see that match. At all. Yeah, that's... So, it was just overbooked. It's nonsense. They're booking everybody into their own things left and right, but none of it with with what anybody's invested in. And it had me terrified for the rest of the show that, like, what Tony Khan was saying, that, like, Orange Cassidy's shot against Jericho and the best friend's shot for the titles were just as a thank you for them being there and helping them out during hard times. I was like, oh, nope, they really are. They're scrapping it. They're done. They got their thank you. They got the, hey... You know, here's your little here's your little nudge. Like, thanks, pal. We really appreciate what you did, but go back down to the lower mid card. We got we got men's work to do. <laughs> thankfully, later on the show, thankfully and not thankfully, we we learned that that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> I'm glad you phrased it that way. But this ten man match was just to book Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. It made no goddamn sense. Yeah. Then we got a Moxley promo. Uh, he just talked about beating people up and whatever. It was okay. just a Moxley. I'm tougher than all of you. Sort of promo. Okay. Because him and Darby are going to whoop some ass tonight. Uh, okay. Well, the next person up is gonna, apparently going to rule some ass. Yes. And this is where my feet pick back up. Okay. 
we have Cody defending the TNT title against Warhorse. Yes. Warhorse, the independent wrestling .tv champion. Yes. Promo code more to get you five days free. Wow. Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. That's right. Yeah. Longest uh, reigning independent champion, yes, I believe, right? defended it a whole shit ton. Yeah, like 30 um, sometimes, 36, 37 in a row, yeah, something like I'll that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. On commentary when it came out, Shivani they did a yeah. good job putting him over. Yeah. You know, I mean, Taz was just like, yeah, this kid's in way over his head. But Shivani's like, hey, like, yeah, he's an independent wrestling champion. And, right. like, I thought they even kind of talked like this is important to build independent wrestling. I was like, right. all right, I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, man, 2020, Tony Shivani's talking about independent wrestling. Right, well, I mean, this man weird. just discovered ECW, so. That's true. Um, <laughs> so, Cody wins. Of course. In, like, 11 minutes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to be nice. Ooh. Uh, Let the hate flow through you. Oh, I know. Uh, I don't care about Warhorse. Yeah, I never have. I don't. Uh, this this might like, be the first Warhorse match I've ever seen. The gimmick is fine. Yeah, I, like whatever. It's like it's weird because it's like you and I come from like sort of that scene, yeah, of course. So it's like, yeah. oh, this is weird. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. You're wearing like a suicidal tendencies hat. Right. You wear one all the time. Right. I like the face paint. Um, you know, I like the I like the, the gimmick kind of. You know, I I, I like Jerry TV. Yeah, of course. Uh, I like Jerry to an extent. Um, but like, and it's cool that he got the shot, right? But it pales in comparison to Eddie Kingston from last week. It doesn't even hold a candle to it. Like. It, in a perfect world, Eddie Kingston wins that title last week. See the thing with, to make this title interesting. My big problem was I'm like, this is just another Cody match. Yes, I was like, and it's yep. it's not. I just don't care about right. it. It's not good. Warhorse, and again, I I don't want to say I don't like the guy. This first time I've ever watched him, I've never sought him out. I thought his promos are okay. People really talk about his promos. His promos are all right. They're whatever. Uh, uh, awkward at times, but I get what he's trying to do. Um, but yeah, this was just a Cody match. It was special, and Warhorse didn't do anything that said "sign me." Yeah, that's maybe that's kind of right? what I want to get across. And maybe that's an unfair precedent to set for these guys because that's not the intention of these matches. No, but Eddie Kingston made it the intention of these matches because yeah. that dude needs to be signed. Hashtag yeah. sign Eddie Kingston. Yes. Um. So it's it, it's unfortunate for Warhorse that he had to follow Eddie, right? But again, nothing special. Uh, you know. Whatever it is. And I listen to, talking about a lot of other podcasts, and a lot of free plugs, publicity on the our show, which doesn't have quite the listenership of the other ones. But Pod Van Dam talked about Warhorse, and they brought up a very good point. It's a point that bothers me, too. And you mentioned, you, you started to mention a little bit, you know, we come from that same scene. He's supposed to be like a metal guy, metal head sort of thing. And he wears a battle vest. And Pod, the, the guys on Pod Van Dam were like, those patches are too new. Yeah, they're like they're all on straight. It was like a pose. Yeah, they're all on straight. They're too new. They're like the very base bands for that genre. And I'm like, I'm sure he's a Slayer fan. I'm sure you know that's fine. And the the guys on Pop Van Dam said that too. And that's kind of how I feel about it too. Like, uh, yeah, it looks like it makes it look like you're trying too hard. Like you don't actually like these things. And I'm sure he does. Who doesn't like Slayer? Slayer is fucking great. I agree. Um, but like, I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. And then pro wrestling to you. I'm sorry. very uh, prominent t-shirt seller is uh, <laughs> selling like a punk rock battle vest. Oh my god! 
when Virgil Pros tweeted that out this week, I just went, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Bullshit. Again, we're t- we're, this podcast is just us talking about what other podcasts have done this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Warhorse, I, I don't want to say I don't like him. I just don't have an opinion on him. But this match didn't do anything to uh, sort of make me be like, yeah, this guy deserves a shot. I'm sort of like, no, this guy deserves sort of to be, and again, to be IWTV champion, uh, which is great. But when you look at the, the lineage of that, yeah. uh, Jonathan Gresham. OC, OC uh, hot sauce, Statlander, yeah, right? I think, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a pedigree, pun intended. That uh, maybe you, uh, I don't know that he's at that level. It's cool that he got this shot, but yeah, I, I don't see, like, I don't see them bringing him back. I see them bringing Eddie back. Yeah, and and I kind of, you know, I don't want to make it sound like the dude's fucking like the drizzling shit. No, he did nothing wrong. Like it's he just, just didn't do anything great. Like to me I'm just like, uh, it's just another guy, yeah. I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um but I mean hey, good on honestly, good on, you know, TNT yeah. and AEW for giving independent guys right. shots like this, exposing it. Like that's like the smart thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll build it the and business the, from underneath. The like, other that's difference the smart thing. The other difference too is that last week, and again, we talked about why Excalibur wasn't there, rightfully so. But last week, when Eddie Kingston was in that ring, Excalibur was like, he loves the four pillars, he comes from here, he's wrestled all around the world, all that stuff. And without Excalibur, you had JR going, you think he does the face paint by himself? Uh And it's like, guys, part of this thing is, if you want to give these indie guys an actual shot, which is great. And it doesn't always have to be indie guys. The Sunny Kiss shot was awesome. You give the the, the lesser talent shots, too. Lesser on the card, anyway. I think Sonny Kiss is a way better wrestler than Cody. But you also have to bring up and give people guidance on where to look if you actually want independent wrestling to grow. If if, if your true intention is to foster more viewers in independent wrestling, on commentary, you could be like, uh, you know, Warhorse had a great match here against this guy. You can, you know, you don't put the plug Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium, but be like, you know, he's a regular here. You can see him here. He's been up and down the road. Give something people to look to go in and be like, all right, instead of just Googling Warhorse or going, oh, hashtag Warhorse on Twitter and have to filter through all that bullshit, give them something else to go for or some sort of character on the guy. And Excalibur did that with Eddie Kingston. And it, 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 I mean, I already knew all this shit about Eddie Kingston, but like it adds, it helps, it builds that, it builds him, it builds the character, it builds the importance. And without him there with, with JR left to his own devices, he's just going to talk about barbecue sauce. Yeah. And, you know, if he's, if he agrees with the size of whatever woman happens to be on TV at the time. So it, it, it didn't do them, it didn't do Warhorse any favors in that department either. And he wasn't bad. He just didn't do anything that said, hey, sign me. I deserve to be here. Sure. You know, he deserved to be there for a match. But he doesn't deserve to be on that roster. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with things, too, yeah. with that. Um, after the match, Cody goes to shake his hand, but the Dark Order runs down, and they get into a brawl with mm-hmm. Warhorse and Cody. Um, they turn their attention to Arn Anderson. and uh, Arn's ready to go. Yeah, Arn's ready to beat some fucking ass. And I'm sure he would. Oh, he 100% would. would Breaking beer bottles over people. And then all of a sudden, uh, from the entranceway, quadruple, quadruple H walks out. <laughs> Um, no, sorry, Terry Bollea with that fucking tan. Oh, wait, I'm still wrong. That's woo-woo-woo, the broski. Can he use broski? I don't know, okay. but he'll always be the broski. Yeah, I'm just wondering if he um, can actually use it. Matt Cardona yeah. makes his appearance. Yes. Um, <laughs> he looked like a fucking super heavyweight. Jesus <laughs> Christ. He did, yeah. 
And he moved like one. He was tan as fuck. He was. Clumsy. His traps were up to his goddamn ears. Uh, he ends up taking out the dark He's lifting order. all those men on card Hasbro. Oh, uh, yeah, it must be. Um, hits his finisher, which is no longer the Rough Rider. I think he's calling it Radio Silence now. Okay. Um, sure. I well, like it as a finish. The one thing that, like, really grossed me out, and I'm upset more people didn't notice it, I guess. The when, ankle thing. When he went to clothesline yeah. the one over the top rope, and his ankle just went... <laughs> Left, right. Yeah. And I went, Ugh! Yeah, because them sticks ain't used to carrying that extra 40 pound of no! muscle. Oh, and listen, as a person who has sustained many an ankle injury, <laughs> that made me feel yeah. some type of way. Right. Um, but yeah, he's in, uh, he's in AEW. Yeah, he's there. Uh, it meant basically nothing. Without a crowd, these things fall flat. See, though, here, here's the problem. Like, he was out there for 30 seconds and then he just go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Really? Yep. Fuck. Like, Should have got a promo when he came back. Backstage yeah. with him and Cody. Hey, man, I'm really glad you're exactly. here to save me. You know, thank thank, you. Thanks for thanks for getting me. Like, thanks for thanks for having my back. Yeah. Welcome to all you. Exactly. Awesome. Boom. There you yep. go. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That establishes nope, it right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen. I like Broski. Yeah. Um, him out on his own. Yeah. Like this, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, Broski was really fucking popular for a long time, and he sure. moved, that dude moved a lot of merch. Certainly did. But, but that was when he did it on his own. Yeah. And he got the ground swell. Now, I mean, don't get, like, listen, he was in WWE for how many years? And literally, always the joke was, wow, that guy's still fucking here. Uh-huh. Like, but now he's in AEW. So, yeah. listen, I hope he's great. I hope he fucking succeeds. Yeah. And I hope the- he doesn't leave self-tanner fucking <laughs> stains on the mat, because... Right. But, uh, like, to me, I'm like, him and fucking Brian Myers are attached. Like, yeah. And Myers is down in Impact now. Yes. So, I mean, Myers could work. You know, Myers, he, he I think he's better in ring than Broski Yeah, of is course. Easily. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, like, those, it's, listen, it's good for AEW. Those guys with their, with the major podcast is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, yeah. like, so they're going to get a lot of people just for that watching. Yeah, he's already you know got a shirt I mean? out. Oh, well, of course, everybody does. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting, though. Yeah. So, I have, a, I have a bigger issue, a worry, I guess. It's not that I'm not glad for Broski. Um, you know, good for him getting a job. He's better with his friends. Poor Jan Spears. He can get pushed to the side because Cody's real best friend is there now. That's true. But my problem, and it, it goes back to what I said before. It, it, I could tie it loosely into the diversity problem, is... AEW started and still continues to say we're the anti-WWE, we're, we're the alternative, we are the we're the the company that, that values wrestling, unlike them, you know, uh, there's a mention later on in a State of the Wrestling Address about the people who come from Titan, like all this stuff, right? This roster is looking an awful lot like a mid-card WWE roster right now. Yeah, somebody said, uh, this is giving me major TNA Impact vibes. And Impact just brought a bunch of these guys in, too. But that's sort of what they've always done, right? This is the company that says, we don't want to be WWE. And all they're doing, they're bringing, like, there's a, the very next thing, well, two things away is an FTR segment. Like, they are valuing the WWE cast-offs. And I get it, from a a standpoint of TV, you want to bring these people in, right? But these AEW fans that were so happy to have an alternate to WWE, 
are now just getting WWE. And, you know, it's not not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not complaining about it, you know, and like, a, well, you know, whatever, because I, I don't have an issue with either. I'm not like a one or the other. Um, but you don't have, you're not getting the cream of the crop, guys. I don't necessarily know what Broski brings to your show. And Tony Khan made a thing. We don't want to be like WCW. They got themselves in a bind where they just took every single cast off and they had this huge roster they couldn't use, but they were paying all of them and blah, blah, blah. I get that he has his podcast and he's and it's super popular and he is he's a recognizable face in wrestling sure and he can get over. But what does he bring to your show? Does he bring great in ring work? I don't know. I like him. I don't dislike him at all. I was really happy when he won the IC belt, all that stuff. But I, does he elevate your in ring work as a company? Does he elevate your status as a company? Are more people going to tune in? Does the ratings go up on TNT because Zack Ryder because Matt Cardona is there? You know, and same thing for Impact, you know, uh, uh, Brian Myers, I think, is a way better worker. But Brian Myers necessarily elevate Impact? Not necessarily. Uh, you know, does Heath Slater? Not necessarily. You know, um, the big get that they got was the Good Brothers, obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this AEW show now is, is you're looking at this thing and it's like, okay, well, Cody's WWF cast off. Broski's a WWF cast off. Uh, you know, we're you're you're rolling through this thing, and you're like, okay, this is starting to look like guys who, who uh, they're through their own fault or not. Most of it, not their fault. Couldn't really graduate up that WWE ladder. Are coming to AEW where their friends are, and immediately being put into a big storyline somewhere. And I, the things I like on AEW are these people who wouldn't normally get a shot. That's that's what I like seeing. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's I, what they said they were going to be. And I look at it this way: like, listen, you need name recognition, of, of course. course. Um, and they're not going to get a Hulk Hogan. They're not going to get a WCW stealing Hulk Hogan of and, the, and like, Hall and Nash sort of thing. It's just not going to happen. No, as much as like, the FTR might want to yeah. fucking think they are, like, they're not. Listen, Roman Reigns isn't showing up in exactly. AEW anytime soon. John Cena might. Well, but I get what you're saying. Like, listen, like. Guys that showed up that made an impact like Moxley. Right. Everybody, like everybody at the end of his WWE run was like, "Please get out of there! Right. They're fucking wasting you! Like, please right. leave!" You know. Yeah. So, you, you know, that guy comes in. It's like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. That's like that's big. You yeah. know. Um, Cardona coming in, like it's it's cool to see. Yeah. Um, these guys aren't even on a Rick Rude level of jumping though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not they're not even that height. It just yeah. Mm. I'm. I'm, you know, time will tell, obviously, but yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. And it's um, not it's not that Brosie's not going to be entertaining and not be able to pull off what they want him to do. I just, I want to see the sunny kisses of the world. I want to see the, you know. Yeah, and you know, this is the first time Brosie's been outside of WWE in like 15 or 16 right. years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, like, they had Brody Lee and nothing fucking, is, it's not going anywhere with him. Yeah. They, he was the third choice for that role. They don't know what to do with him. He is way better wrestler than any of the guys they brought in. He's a way... And, and again, it's not... A, I'm not ch- taking shots at anybody, but, like, it's not even a question who's better between Brody Lee and, and Matt Cardona. No, it's not. You know, it's not even... A, to me, not even a question who's a better worker between FTR and Brody Lee. It's Brody. Yeah. And they can't do shit with him. They can't figure that out. But well, the problem is, when you come in and one of your first feuds is with the champ for the championship and you lose... Right? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Um... So, Shivani announces that on September 5th, great day, by the way, um, next pay-per-view is all out, mm-hmm. going down. Yeah. Um, Inner Circle comes out on the stage, 
Jericho says they're furious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sammy calls Matt Hardy a stupid son of a bitch. It's not over. He calls him a son of a bitch again. Jericho asks him what son of a bitch in Spanish is, and Sammy responds with son of L bitch. Right. Which popped me a little bit. Uh, Jericho says in two weeks he will face Orange Cassidy, and when he beats him, Orange Cassidy will pay Jericho $7,000 in the middle of the ring. Whoa. But next week, he's challenging Orange Cassidy to a debate mm. with a special guest monitor that will blow our minds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Putting the entertainment in pro wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to say, you mentioned September 5th, and I just want to let everyone know that that reference was to uh, the birthday of... Uh, Freddie Mercury. Uh, okay. Uh, I was just going to say, pro wrestling related, um, one of uh, probably the most underrated wrestling minds uh, in the world. Jeff Jarrett. No. Um, Sin Cara. No, I don't know. Okay. It's your birthday. I was just trying to. Hey. I was trying to build some sort of. Is tease. it? it is. Um, all right. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the debate thing. Uh, I, I, you know, is is WWE booking AEW? Yeah, it's, where, it's a weird route to go. They did nothing to build this in that match where they could have. You build feuds and matches. It's what you're supposed to fucking do. They did nothing in the opening match to do that, and then Jericho has to come out and cut a promo about a debate that they're gonna have. Yeah, and like it. Orange Cassidy's character, he's just going to say, like, yeah, whatever, which is what he's supposed to do, and Jericho's going to get mad and whatever, but, like, they didn't build it in a match at all. It was garbage, and then he's just, a, a debate? Really? This is what we're doing? Yeah, it's very Monday Night Raw-ish. Yeah. Uh, but it's lame. Yeah, it's weird. Lame as shit. Uh, speaking of things that are lame. And they followed it up with the lamest shit. <laughs> the uh, FTR contract signing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a new consultant, by the way, as well, and Arn Anderson. Yeah. Which is weird as fuck. Sure. Why um, not? Well, but with the rumors, who knows? Maybe the the, mm-hmm. the four people will come together. Um, yeah. Arn reads the contract, get a signing bonus. Arn mentions they want a tag team rope. Yeah. Um, FTR says that they want a guaranteed tag team appreciation night hosted by themselves. Yes. Uh, they sign, in comes Hangman, pours them little shots of whiskey, he pours an entire glass to himself and just downs that motherfucker, because he's the Hangman, and he's right. great. Um, yeah, though, okay, this was a, this was a thing that happened, huh? Yeah. You uh, want to say a lot. I, I listen... <laughs> This was the dumbest thing that could possibly happen, I think. Uh, I just don't care. And again, this is the same thing. They're getting all this press. For what? Like, and the whole, they're on they're on Twitter saying, oh, well, we're probably going to go somewhere else. It's a handshake deal. There's plenty of other things for us. Bullshit. Fuck you. You know, go on Jim Cornette's podcast and kayfabe his fucking listeners and do all that shit. Uh, like, you giant human babies. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not interested in it. Uh, Arn, they're clearly leading to the dumb rumored four horsemen thing, you know, uh, and the only thing that I can hope, so they talk about this tag team appreciation night, and I believe they made a reference to the Midnight Express in some way. Uh, the only thing that will make me happy coming out of this one is if Dennis Condry shows up 
and pulls the Dennis Condry rib ah, on one of these two fucking assholes. Fucking waiting for it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> um, because God, I just don't care. I contra- again WWE. It's contract signings. Who gives a shit? Oh, make sure this part's in here. No, no, no. Really, make sure before we sign this contract that we get to host. Who cares, man? Yeah. Who cares? You're gonna have a whole night just to put yourself over now. I just don't give a shit at all. I was going to say, I know they're doing a tag team appreciation, and I had to look it up, and unfortunately he has passed away. Um, I was going to say, you better have uh, heavenly bodies there. Oh, God, like, no. Jimmy Del Rey is no longer with us. That makes me real sad. And, uh, listen, it makes me I, sad. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Del Rey is no longer with us. Uh, it makes me incredibly sad. It's been a few years, I think, right? Yeah, like six years. Yeah, that's what I thought, like 2014. Yeah, it's a shame, because uh, Jimmy Del Rey is my life coach and my mentor and my I was, idol. Uh, so. I may or may not have been watching Heavenly Bodies matches yeah. over the weekend. Of course, you should. <laughs> why the fuck not? Uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder if, I, I would assume Dr. Tom likes these douchebags. Probably. Yeah. Um, oh, well. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't care about contract signings. It's just another thing for these guys to stroke their own egos, and I'm yeah. not interested in it. So we have uh, next match: Stu Grayson and Uno. Why do I watch wrestling if I hate it so much? Uh, yeah, it's a, you're you're in a hateful mood. This it was week. just one of those. All I right. questioned whether or not I liked wrestling after watching it this happens. show. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Let's go. Uh, Grayson and Uno going up against Hangman and Kenny. Yep. Um, Hangman tries to get shit started quick and goes after both of them. Yeah. While Omega's making his entrance, and Omega gets all pissed off, which hey, rightfully so. Um, match itself. Goes like 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega and Hangman win. Uh, shocker. Um, I don't know. It, it was okay. It was not interesting in any way. Any I'll tell you what, Grayson me. looked good. Yeah. He looked really good. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they have started and stopped this Kenny and Hangman thing for so long that I no longer give a shit. Yeah, well, and during the match, so um, Cole Cabana got put on commentary by Brody Lee. Yeah. And then Anna Jay was standing there who apparently stole the bunny's fucking wardrobe, yeah, right. which, whatever. Uh, Brody Lee's all pissed off. He sends Cabana to the mm-hmm. back. Um, he's just screaming at Uno and Sue for losing. Yeah. Um, he, like, I don't know, starts mm-hmm. yapping at Paige in the ring and, you know, oh, you have your friends around you this week and Young Bucks come out of the crowd. Yep. Uh, a bunch of Dark Order, like, nobody's uh, sort of... They surround the ring, um, and then FTR runs out and smashes a, the styrofoam yeah. beer ca- case over uh, mm-hmm. Lee's head. They just beat the shit out of all the, everyone in the Dark Order. Yeah. And then, like, the six of them just stand there all buddy-buddy. Yeah. Like, why do I care about any of this? They, they don't know what they want to do with it. They don't know how to tell the stories. I don't know if they're t- if they're telling these storylines and trying to advance this stuff on being the elite. It's the worst fucking idea in the world. It's like watching a movie and having to read a blog about the movie to figure out what happened <laughs> in the movie. It's stupid. Tell your story on TV where everybody watches it because I'm not watching your stupid YouTube show. No. Not like, happening. And, like, they just start and stop and start and stop. And they're not being clear. We don't know what the hell they're going to do with this. Like, just pull the trigger already. Again, they should have pulled the trigger on this and made the best friends champions. And they could be doing all this without the titles involved. Because this does no service to the titles whatsoever. The titles now are just there and they're doing nothing. 
So, like, yeah. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just Put the titles on somebody else, let them have good matches for the title, and run the. you can still run them in the exact same spot. You just don't need the titles on them. It makes no sense. I just thought it was really weird how, like, I don't know, now they're all sticking up yeah, for they're each all other. buddies. I'm like, all right, well, FTR's buddies with Hangman, but mm-hmm. they don't like the Bucks. Yeah. They don't like Omega. But, and, and the like, page it, doesn't like the Bucks. It just doesn't yeah, make any yeah, sense. Yeah, it was just really fucking weird. Yep. Um, we get a Britt Break Baker promo. Mm-hmm. Um... She said that she's not dumb. She's a dentist. Yeah. Swole's obsessed with her. Uh, Britt will give her that shot if Swole beats somebody of her choosing. Yeah. So. All Who right. Knows? Sure. I still like Britt Baker right now, though. Yeah. She's fine. Uh, next match for the AEW women's title. Mm-hmm. Diamante versus Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Um, Shida wins. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, Nothing. I, Whatever. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who it was that something was off. I don't know. I yeah. didn't think it was good at all. Uh, I, I, just, I thought it was sloppy. I couldn't get into this show really at all. So, yeah, at was, this point, uh, I was just like, yep, whatever. Moving on. Not a, not a fan. Yeah. Um, they announced the rules for the women's tag team Deadly Draw. Lottery. Yeah, no random team, or, you know, all random teams. No, uh, Except for one, I'm well, pretty sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure there will be. Um, we go backstage earlier today, Nile Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Vicky goes full Vicky, I guess. Uh, trophies there is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nile got purple, and the yeah. other person that got purple, Ariane Andrew. I don't know who that is. Cameron from the Funkadactyls. No shit. Yeah. Oh, hey, good for her. No. <laughs> she once tried to pin somebody when they were laying face down in a match. <laughs> oh, okay, no, that's extra good for her. That's, yeah. That, she's my favorite wrestler now. So she was on Tough Enough when Stone Cold was hosting it that one year. Okay. And uh, he was like, what, what's your favorite match? And she said, like, Molina versus Alicia Fox. And he's like, <laughs> God damn! Like you know, typical Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, he's like, "You mean to tell me?" <laughs> so yeah. Uh, um. Okay. I didn't. I had no idea who she was, and we, they acted like we were supposed to know. Yeah, she was Cameron in WWE. Okay. Um. She's <clears throat> not good. Yeah. All right. Well, so that f- f- like feeds further into your hey, look at all these WWE rejects. Right? And she hasn't been on TV. They acted like we were supposed years. to know. Yeah. So Yeah, not good. Alright. Um, everybody's like, who are they bring in next? Eva Marie. Oh god. I mean <laughs> she's on Instagram. Uh show is. So but so the thing is it's all random teams. It's not uh, the no, sisters are gonna be together. Of course they are. Yeah. So like whatever. And then they're gonna win. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean then they're gonna be like, Oh surprised not only do you get a cup, but you get fucking Yep, women's tag team titles. Yep, this is another part of the show where Jr. is like talking about like the cup was ever like the cup or whatever, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, the virus! You know, everybody's saying the virus ruined this. The virus does this." I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like, who are you talking to?" He's a boy? miserable old man who doesn't like, know how fuck. to do his job. Um, MJF comes yeah. out for his state of the industry address. Yeah, um, talks about. Um, you know, he's here to force feed us some knowledge. Uh, he asks one of his press secretaries to smile, you know, because she looks better, I guess, which is dickheadish. But hey, whatever. 
Um, he's behind a podium giving the whole speech. He says, use the hashtag, not my champion, and hashtag MJF2020. Um, he said, people are, are here two weeks in a row and not with the bench warmers. And why does this always happen? Um, said he's never spotlighted because a certain someone is in charge uh-huh. who doesn't like him, Cody. Yeah. Um, he's calling for change. Said one man in particular called for a paradigm shift. Yeah. And now we're just back to the same old, same old again. Right. Um, he says a bunch more stuff, which I'm not going to go verbatim. Um, but just talking about, you know, where's wrestling? All it is is gymnastics, flip, flop, and fly, you know, that type of shit. Uh, he says he's not cosplaying as a specific wrestler, and that's a stone cold fact. Uh, he's undefeated. He's not a media analyst, yet everybody wanted to talk about ratings. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he basically was calling out Moxley, calling out AEW for, you know, how the old guard is. Yeah. Uh, and says that he promises that uh, he will save professional wrestling and start the pinnacle of it. Yeah. Um, I, I like the promo. Okay. I get why people aren't going to like it. Yeah. Um, he's just doing the whole, like, I'm going to take the Jim Cornette trigger words and mm-hmm. f- feed it to the fans. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the fan, the, the certain section Cornette of fans. Yeah, certain section of fan and turn it back, you know, on them and be like, oh, here's here's where, where I'll get my my heat and my support. Uh, I, I didn't pay as much attention to this as I should have. And then I saw everyone talking about it online. I was like, should I go back and watch that again? And I was like, nah, I got it. It is fine. Um... MJF when he, when they give him stuff like this uh, overexposes himself a little bit I think, um, but you know it, it was fine I don't have a problem with it I didn't hate it if this was in front of a crowd yeah it would have been a like yeah probably. the crowd would have been going nuts that's over, true you know yeah um, I know even like Cody's just like yeah like say what you want about the kid like I don't like him but like yeah. damn everybody just like in the back just stopped and listened to him sure. and I was like. Eh, well, who knows? He's confident on the mic. I just don't necessarily uh, care what he says a lot of the time. He doesn't have that ability to draw me in necessarily. Sure. But yeah, it was, you know, whatever. Him yeah. and Mox, all right. I mean, it's weird because he's done basically nothing because he was hurt for a little while and whatever. Well, so, the whole thing is he's like, I haven't lost. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, eh, like, like as yeah. a heel, you have a point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, main event time. Mm-hmm. Darby's music hits, but he doesn't come out. Moxley comes out from the stands wearing like a weird denim ass vest with Mox wasn't on it, which made me real angry. We go backstage to Taz's maniacs, as you like to call them. Uh, ask what happened to Darby. Moxley's going to get bounced around that ring. Taz asks Cage to step in front of him so they don't piss the people off, which I don't know if you read into that at all, why he said that. Yeah, why... Is it a hype thing? No. So, so I guess, like, JR mentioned it, like, on his podcast or whatever, uh, about how, like, Cage stands behind him or whatever, uh-huh. and that's why Taz is like, all right, well, fuck it. Get in front of me. I guess, like, certain people, like, on Twitter yeah. talk about it, too. They're like, Taz shouldn't be, like, like Taz is making this about Taz, not about Brian Cage. And I'm just like, I never got that at all. He's building Cage up, and it's yeah. a great promo, because right. Cage can't talk for shit. No. Um. Ricky comes in, he cuts his promo. It was good. Like, yeah. You know, he's just saying, like, uh, 
I'm everything your baby mama wishes you were, which I was like, that's a good fucking line. Yeah, it's weird that Starks got pushed into this position so quickly. And it's good, like, it, it, it's counter to what I've said earlier about how they just give all the WWE guys the top spots. Like, he didn't come from the E, he came from NWA. Yeah. So, that, that it is it is nice that way. I don't. I wish I cared more about him, but... Yeah. Another good line, he said, when you try hard, you die hard. And yeah. I was like, that was pretty good. Uh, so, they come out, but... It's a trap. No. Oh. Darby has the coffin drop off the top of the goddamn entranceway. Yep. Is that um, where he was? They didn't really show yeah, us. Okay. Yeah, that's where he came from. Him and Moxie just grabbed them and started beating the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, we finally get into the ring. No disqualification. Tornado tag team match. Yeah. Darby and Moxley versus Cajun Starks. The match goes... Texas Tornado match. Yes. The max. The match goes like eight and a half minutes only, which I was short. fine with that, though. I yeah. really was. Because um, there was some brutal fucking shit in this match. That's for goddamn sure. Specifically, the uh, skateboard attack spot. Oh, that was gross. That was disgusting. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. Um... Like when he when he came out with that, I saw it. I was like, okay, like this is gonna be weird. And like the way that Starks took it, and like the tax drug across his well, back. Yeah, because when he landed, it wasn't just a flat uh-huh. land; it just slid and yeah, bleh. yeah, it was gross. Did you see that after pictures? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that was not fun. And yeah, the blood all running down. Oh god, it was yeah. gross. Yep. Um, but yeah, Moxley and Darby get the win, and uh, they announce that next week. Darby gets a world title match. Yeah, sure. That's Moxley. Why not? Which I think, you know, in the long run, if they're going to, like, you know, feed this into MJF, like, yeah. there's his point again. You know? Like, yep. Like, because they made it, they're like, oh, John Moxley will defend against number five ranked yeah. Darby Allen. And I'm right. like, mm, okay. Maybe MJF's going to jump over and have Wardlow kill him or something. Yeah, hopefully use it, use it to build the angle. Yeah, then, then I'm fine with it because otherwise I'm like I'm sort of like MJF. I'm like, why? What? What's the point of this? Why does it make any sense yeah. whatsoever? So that was dynamite. Let's. Uh, my last note. Oh boy. Let's go. <laughs> my last note on this AEW show was who booked this crap. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into NXT. Yeah. Let's. We're it's been a lot of time on that AEW show. Um, the intro, mm-hmm. which you're already a thumbs up in my book. They played the old Armageddon theme song, <laughs> the whole the end is near thing. Talking about Keith Lee and uh, the Aerosmith. Cross. The, I don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith, that Armageddon I theme? I hate you so much. Oh. Um, EO Shirai comes out, but gets jumped by Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of this, because again, this is where my direct TV started uh, to act up. Okay. Um, so I saw Tegan and Candice come out. Yeah. And I saw maybe a couple minutes of the tag team match. Uh, other than that, I don't know who won. Oh really? I okay. don't. Yeah. What what happened? Eo and Knox went. Okay. Uh, it was it was fine. I, nothing super like remarkable. I was sort of uh, in a in a daze after that AEW show that was overall <laughs> disappointing to me. Um, but uh, yeah, it was you know you get you get all the stuff. I'm worried. Where's I don't know where Raquel, where Raquel Gonzalez has been. Well, we'll talk about that later. But go ahead. Um, but it you know it's fine. Everybody got their stuff in. Did their you know everybody wore their stuff. Everybody looked really good. The finish was EO hitting the moonsault, and uh, she need I don't remember who she pinned. I think it was Knox, but she took knees to the face on, on the EO moonsault. Well, it could have been Knox if they were on the team. Oh, not Knox. Uh, Dakota. Candace? Dakota. Oh, yeah, because Dakota, didn't she leave Candace or whatever? Oh, right. That's she right. mentioned it that in a promo yes, later. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, that's how much I was paying attention. It was can it was Candace because because Dakota left and uh, was like laughing, and then afterwards they do the thing, and she's like, I don't care about her. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. So, but Candace took knees right to the face from EO's moonsault, which Ugh. was crazy. That's gross. Um, I guess they showed a clip from the whole Adam Cole McAfee thing. Yeah, which people are still wondering whether or not it's a it's a work like, or a shoot. It's f- a total work. When they show it on TV, what the fuck do you think yeah, it is? Yeah, they like, uh, Triple H commented on it. And Adam Cole had to write some stupid apology. It's a work. I guess what they're saying Triple H was on McAfee's yeah, show to or apologize. Whatever. Yeah. Oh god, such a fucking work. Yeah. All right. I um, legit. I saw people like, oh, wait, maybe it's not a work if Triple H is having to apologize for his language. Like, come it's on, a work. Man. Yeah. Come on. It works. <laughs> Um, all right, next match. I did. I did get this one. This okay. picked up for me, and I was kind of happy about it. Johnny Gargano versus Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, thought it was kind of weird because I mean, it's stemming from last week. I guess they did the old Twitter battle, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, which Roddy Strong called Gargano Johnny Nerd Ga- Nerd Gano, and I'm like, <laughs> good for you, Roddy. I thought it was weird because Gargano came out getting booed. Like, the, the piped-in crowd noise. When Roddy came out, they had piped-in cheers for him. Yeah, weird. I thought, like, that's the first thing I noticed. I go, hmm, that's weird. Well, WWE, I think, is starting to lean in on uh, editing some stuff to maybe make things look or sound better. Well, I just thought, though, it was just really... It's weird. Yeah, I'm like, hmm, yeah. he didn't do anything yet, no. so, okay. Um, The match itself goes, like, 13 minutes. Gargano got the win. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it was the good. shit out of it. And you put Roddy in the ring, and I, yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I that dude is just money. Right. I don't know the point of it necessarily, but it was a good match. Yeah, I, I really did. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, Dakota Kai gets interviewed, mm-hmm. asked why she left Kansas, basically says like she doesn't care about tag matches. Right. She doesn't care about anyone but herself, which was kind of weird because I'm like, where's Raquel Gonzalez? Right. Huh. Um, she's the number one contender, and that's that. Uh, in comes Rhea Ripley, who apparently got all of Cody's hair dyed because yeah. she's blonde as fuck she now. She is, yes. Um, which is so wild to me. Yeah. Uh, saying Dakota's not next, and Dakota has to go through her. Yeah. And I'm just like, poor Dakota. Yeah, right? That, and Even like, like Dakota sent out a tweet today, it's just like, another hoop I have to go right. through. And like, why? What has Rhea done? Rhea was just in a bullshit feud. Like she's just yeah, been, it hasn't been on TV since. Yeah, she's just been mismanaged left and right. And all of a sudden, they're going to be like, oh, we'll just put her back in the picture. Like, unless they use, try and get whatever rub you can off of Rhea for Dakota, which I don't see them doing, it just sucks again for Dakota Kai. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure it'll be a good match. I wish I knew where Raquel was. If they split them up, I'm going to be real mad. Yeah, wouldn't that be some shit? Because uh, they were great. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't quite get it. Lots of lots of odd booking, right. lots of forced booking. Two dudettes with added two debts. Right, makes me real happy. Yeah. Uh, Tim Thatcher gets interviewed about mm-hmm. his match tonight. Says he's gonna hurt Balor, and he talks about Loomis's creepy stare. And in the background, just Luther's creepy or Loomis's creepy creepy stare. Stare. Jesus Christ! You yes. mentioned the man's name, and he will show up. It's true. When I saw him pop up in the background, I went. Oh, baby. Yeah. Let's fucking do this. Um, we go backstage again. Adam Cole and no, Roddy. Enough with the promos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Adam Cole and Roddy are complaining with Bobby Fish about what's been going on with them. Kyle O'Reilly shows up yeah. with a weird faux hawk thing he's got going on well, now. But sure. it's Kyle O'Reilly, so he rules. Um, and gives a pep talk to remind him of who the hell they are. Yeah. 
they're like, you know what? You're right. Next match, Mercedes Martinez. Who's Still going with this Robert Stone brand bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is her first week with it, though. Yeah. Um, no, not not her. The company as a whole. Well, yeah. Uh, going up against Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, this time from last week where she beat the shit out of Shotzi. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Martinez got that, that those evil vibes going on. Sure. Yeah. Um, she wins in four and a half minutes. Uh, I mean, shot like I, at first I was kind of mad. I'm like, oh, Shotzi just got squashed out. Not a squash, dude. Yeah. Well, um, I was like, I don't know. I kind of thought about it. I'm like. Shotzi did look pretty good. Yeah. But Mart- Martinez did look dominant. Yeah, it's weird because... Shots- I just don't like that Shotzi's getting jobbed out yeah, like that. Yeah, jobbed out already. Like, she was, like, really having entertaining stuff and making Robert Stonebrand worth a damn. And then her first real challenge against him and she lost, but... Yeah, that made me sad. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe they'll pull a, give her a tag partner and pull her in and have Aaliyah and Mercedes versus Shotzi and somebody. That could be true. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Next up, we have promos and promos and promos. More and promos, promos, and promos Ridge and promos Holland. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Who? Ridge Holland. I, don't, I didn't see this. Was oh, it, you didn't see this? I fast forward through it. I oh, guess. yeah, it was a vignette to run the hype. Ridge Holland. Okay, who's coming to NXT next week and he wants the North American title? Who is he? I don't know. Where do you, it, I don't know. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, strange. Ridge. Ridge Ridge Holland. I don't know if that's like uh you know his real name or whatnot. Ridge Holland. Um Yeah. He's like a rugby player, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I skipped right over this dude. Which, I must have okay. kinda made me giggle because I was just like I remember when they brought in Cesaro and that was his gimmick at first was like, Oh, he's yeah. a rugby player. Right. <laughs> like, oh he wears the rugby fucking thigh guards or whatever and i'm like please don't the man just likes to drink coffee like let him do that instead. Uh, he's this dude's been on nxt uk oh okay. so that's why i don't yeah, know exactly okay well great ridge holland yes um well, he played rugby for a long time good for him rugby that's a that's a real man sport yeah i don't i'm not saying that facetiously either i mean it those are some tough motherfuckers uh the last the last team thing he played in rugby was for the toronto wolfpack brother oh too sweet um, alright. NXT champion Keith Lee comes to the ring. My man's is pissed off. Uh-huh. Talking about Karrion Cross. Uh, he said he doesn't get why he did a bunch of that bullshit. He's not gonna stand for that bullshit. Yep. He calls him out. Instead, and this is gonna break your heart, he gets Cameron Grimes. He did. This did break my heart. But I was happy for Grime time, baby. So Grimes is gonna win the North American title and go straight to the moon, baby. That's right. Um, we just grabs him by the throat, yeah. just mm-hmm. choke slams him. Yeah, you know he's about to murder him. Mm-hmm. Lights flicker, out comes Scarlet, like with yeah. the whole fog or whatever. Uh, alleged flat earther Scarlet, by oh, the way. I learned Jesus that uh, Christ. this week. Great. Um, alleged. Wonderful. Grimes attacks. He gets end up hit, hit with the uh, spirit bomb. Mm-hmm. Cross appears on the Tron. Said that Lee did nothing as his friend suffered, and now he has to live with it. Mm-hmm. Dude's a good promo. Yeah. I like his promo. Mm-hmm. Threads to keep hurting people if he doesn't get a title shot, and that's the easy way. Yeah. Lee just says, now, time to name time place, I'm going to whoop your ass. So, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if uh, 
Whatever, I'm sure whatever the next takeover is, that's probably where it'll be, right? Yeah, I would guess so. What if they take it off Keith Lee already? Maybe. I forget who it was. I think it might have been somebody from a different company. And they were saying about Cross, they're going, this guy doesn't need NXT. Yeah, no, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, I don't remember who like, it was either, but yeah. yeah. And I've, we've been saying that for a while. He, doesn't, doesn't, he shouldn't be there. He can go right to the main roster. Yeah, like he does yeah. not need NXT. No. Um, next match we have Everrise. Yep. The boys. Mm-hmm. Going up against stars of 205 Live. You're damn right. Going up against Imperium. Imperium wins in two minutes. Yep. Um, Imperium goes to cut a promo saying they're a dominant team in NXT. Undisputed Era runs out and just beats the goddamn shit out of them. Leaves them laying. And that's where I'm kind of like, hmm, are you planting the seeds for a little good guy turn for Ooh, Undisputed Era? Maybe. I uh, wonder if they are. Like, you have Roddy getting those cheers. You know, the whole story of, like, everybody lost their titles. What's going on with us? All right, now we're just going to beat these guys up. And right. uh, who knows? Maybe they're going to go that way. Um, the vignette runs for Bronson Reed. Blah, blah, blah. Others are, I, I, I skipped that, too. Yep. Uh, Regal talks from his house. Says he's not going to be bullied into making title matches. Mm-hmm. And Cross must earn it. So, we'll okay. see. See what happens there. Uh, next match, Swerve Scott going up against Jake Atlas. Yeah, I just yes. watched this. Uh, Swerve wins in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Good match. I thought so. Yeah, I uh, I fell asleep last night. Uh, so I we, I just watched this while we were all sitting here. I, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, first thing on this card that really made me like sort of be engaged in the match um, even that opener, I didn't love, love this one. I liked um, that uh, the best way I can describe it, the top rope slingshot DDT that Atlas hit was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, they Good chemistry. They look good. And uh, Swerve wins. They haven't been giving him any love lately. And I think they're going to be building so. him up to go against um, Santos Escobar. Okay. That makes sense. I think that's where yeah. they're going with it. Um we have a little uh, <laughs> Damian Priest interview. He's in a qualifying match next week against Rich Holland and Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Says there's not going to be any surprises or upsets, and he's winning, brother. Okay. Uh, they show Finn Bauer warming up for the match. And, of course, who's lurking in the shadows? But my man's. Right. Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, they announce officially that it's Rhea versus Dakota in the number one contenders match. Yeah. Oni versus Holland versus Priest in a North American title qualifying oh, match. Oh, God. Priest is going to win that. You all right? Maybe they'll give it to Holland. I mean, they did give the dude a promo. Yeah. But I guess promo just so when they see he's in this so, match, yeah, they're yeah, not like, not who the better. fuck is this exactly. guy? Um, and then Imperium versus Undisputed Air for the tag titles. Mm. That'll be interesting. That'll be good, yeah. Uh, it's going to be awesome, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's been a while. It'll be a lot of, it'll yeah, be a lot of fun. Because it's Fish and O'Reilly. This is going to be O'Reilly's first match in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a while. So, good yep. for him. I'm happy to see him back, too. I'm I'm glad he's back, but I'm worried for his health. Well, I mean, he's a big boy. That's the way I look at it. If he thinks he's okay, well, who he, am I but to, he, who am I he didn't think he was okay for a long time because he's diabetic. So, what now? Like, what's made know. it now when things, especially in Florida, are getting worse? That's true. Unless, like... You know, with the stricter, what Kevin Owens was just like, hey, everybody wear a fucking mask. Mm. Maybe that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Uh, main event time, though, NXT North American Championship qualifying match. Yes. We got Timothy Thatcher versus Finn Balor versus Dexter Loomis. Yes. A couple things about this match. Okay. We disagree on this. Okay. The Loomis front flip spot with the camera cut was fucking corny as fuck. Uh, Alright, so I, like I said, fell asleep. So I didn't see this last night. Uh, but in my travels today, I did see the gif of this on Twitter. And I kind of like it. it. It it certainly doesn't bother me. Um, You know, it, it was a spot that I don't know, I guess he couldn't pull off. I mean, he got over the ropes. It's not like they cut away before he got out of the ropes or anything. It's just like maybe when he landed, he fell forward or something. It was not everybody's ricochet. No. So, they, <laughs> you know, he's a bigger guy. Whatever. Uh, so they cut it, edited it, re-edited it, where like he's like crouched down, he stands up, and everybody's like real scared of him. Whatever. Uh, really, it doesn't bother me. You know, Loomis. They're building this like super creepy character for Loomis, um, where he does weird, creepy things and freaks people out. Uh, and in the age of wrestling we're in now, with your boneyard matches and your Firefly Funhouse and, and your boneyard, your boneyard, your swamp, whatever matches, all this crap. Uh, you know, they're they're setting in canned cheers earlier in the show. It really, it doesn't bother me. It got it did something in the match where it got the two guys like scared of Loomis, got him over a little bit. I, you know, I, I, at this point, I'm like, do it, piece it all together. They gave us a 45 minute Randy Orton edge match that was all pieced together. They could have easily narrowed hey. down to a solid eight minutes and got a better match out that of it. That was so, corny as fuck too to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I, maybe just because I'm desensitized to it, but uh, or maybe just because it's Loomis and I love him with all my heart. Hey, it didn't bother me. I love the man too. Well, but. I just I, I I don't know I don't like show like that. Didn't bother. Like, me. like when even like what was it we, like months ago when they did the Velveteen Dream like elbow drop to the outside and it was that weird over the top shot. Yeah. I'm like oh it's dumb as fuck. Um, Didn't bother me. But the match itself uh, only went like twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, Dex Loomis is moving the fuck on. Loomis wins. My Loomis wins it all. In my king opinion, is the future the, king of North America. The North American champion in our hearts. I, I, 100% agree. I like the finish. Yeah. Like, Thatcher one wouldn't let go of Bauer in the ankle lock, and Loomis ended up choking him out. Right. I was like, I, I like that. It's it, The match was set up uh, in a very easy way, in a very smart way. Yes. Where they made sure it was only two guys wrestling at one time. They didn't do a lot of three guys in there in the ring, which is fine. Which is, Tell the match that way, particularly if the three of you don't have the best chemistry or, yeah. you know... you. You don't want to. You don't want to have anybody work together because nobody's going to work together with Loomis, you know. But like Thatcher and Balor aren't going to work together to beat Loomis. So I like that sort of always eliminate one guy in a three way. So it's so you just have one on one and then swap a guy out kind of thing. And they did that really well in this match. I liked it. Uh, I don't know that I would necessarily have had Thatcher tap, especially because you've been giving him all these vignettes of beating people up and tapping. You we know, didn't tap. Well, yeah, passed out. I had a, a submission loss, um, but uh, I, but you also don't have they protect Balor, so you're not having Balor lose this. Uh, it is what Loomis beats people with, so you don't have a ton of other options. So uh, I'm good with it. You know, I don't know if anything will come of it with Thatcher and Loomis, uh, but Loomis is the North American champion of our hearts. He sure as fuck is. Uh, that was the end of NXT, though. Yeah. So, uh, this will be a fun question to ask you this week. Oh, God. Match from each show, 
match overall, show overall. All right. I don't have any of these picked because uh, I fell asleep last night. So, going through my notes real quick. God, was AEW Dynamite not any good. Uh, I mean, it's our show, right? I can make my own rules. I mean, yes, sort of. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I have to pick AEW Dynamite, a match from Dynamite, I'd have to go Warhorse Cody just because good for Warhorse for getting the shot. Okay. Uh, but if I'm if I'm allowed to break the rules because it's my goddamn podcast, uh, I'm gonna say the best friends uh, Beaver Boys tag match from Dark. Honestly, uh, I think I did that once with uh, Omega, the, Omega, the Omega Janella. Janella. Yeah. yeah. Um, so all right, not that that was some great amazing match, but God, AEW fell so flat for me this week. But nobody's actually keeping track of these, so we can do whatever we want. NXT. Uh, you know, I'm going to say Swerve Atlas. Okay. Uh, I like the main, uh, but it was a little short. Uh, so Balor's, uh, display, uh, aside, uh, I'm going to go Swerve Atlas mainly on the strength of that cool DVD top rope variation that he did. Uh, match of the night then becomes Atlas Swerve for me. Uh, I'm glad to see Swerve get the win. I hope he keeps getting pushed because the dude is very good. And so is Atlas. Atlas is also very good. So I hope they keep him around too. He does need a ring jacket that fits a little better. Um, That makes my show of the night real easy. It's NXT. Uh, Not that either show lit the world on fire. I expected way more out of AEW because they've been doing so much better lately. This This fell flat. It was overbooked and then not booked enough somehow. Like a weird combination of that. Uh, it just did not work for me on basically any level, and the only thing that I have to look forward to really next week is a fucking debate between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, and I love OC, and I like when Jericho's on the mic, but, like, no. It's yeah. uh, it's not, no. Uh, so, NXT is my show. How about you, pal? So, from AEW, uh... I'm going to go main event, Moxley and Darby okay. against uh, mm-hmm. Starks and Cage. Yeah, that was, the thumbtack spot was really fun. Yeah, cool. that was good. And it was just like a brawl and chaos. Right. And when's the last time you actually saw like them say, hey, this is a tornado tag? Like, Texas nobody, tornado like, tag. Nobody fucking They used to call them anymore. Texas tornado tags. No, like, they didn't. Like, nobody called them that. Um, no, but JR, like, JR, was like, no, JR was having a moment. Well, well, he had plenty of fucking moments last mm-hmm. night, that's for sure. Um, NXT... Oh boy. Um, I liked Gargano and Roddy. Okay. But I'm gonna go main event. Right. I'm gonna go that. It didn't overstay its welcome. Um, again, I didn't like the whole flip spot. Whatever. Um, but I like Loomis a lot. I like Bauer yeah. a lot. I like Thatcher. And going into it, you're like, boy, these are like three guys. What? Like this is gonna mesh really weird. And I thought they did a good job. They, mm-hmm. Again, nobody overstayed their welcome. I thought it was a good match. Yeah. Loomis winning, that's always a plus in my book. Um, I'm going to go the tag from AEW as my match overall, though. Okay. Um, but the show? Ugh. Oh, man. I'll go NXT. Ooh, I thought it was better. Okay. I'm not saying it was great. Yeah. 
but I thought it was better. AEW just felt kind of lifeless to me last night. Okay. Like, hey, I was excited for, like, uh, Broski showing up. Yeah. But, like, just to have him do the run-in and then no promo afterwards, like, uh, what the fuck? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go NXT for okay. sure. All right. Well, that uh, that puts us. So, at some point, I'm going to guess the condition I was in last week made me mess up the math over here. So, I'm going oh. to I'm gonna have to run the numbers. Did it? Oh, it definitely did. But uh, season two totals, that puts me at 16 for AEW and 12 for NXT. And you at 14 and 14. So, right down the middle. Uh, overall totals. Check with me next week. <laughs> there you go. Uh, ratings, though. What did the What did the fans think? Yeah, what did they watch? Not on our uh, horrible curmudgeoned asses. Uh, I thought I liked last night more, and then talking about it, I'm like, oh, man, well, I brought I brought you down, man. I was not feeling wrestling. Right. I I wanted to like okay. wrestling. Like I walked in being like, this is going to be great, and then that ten man tag set the mood, and I was like, wrestling sucks. So do I even like Do I even like professional wrestling? And then I remember. Uh, Extreme Park, and I'm like, yes, I do. Uh, there you go. So, AEW <laughs> uh, pulled the 773,000 uh, down from 845,000 from last week. Uh, you can do the math on that one. I'm sure they're disappointed to be down because that is even down lower than they were even the week before that. So, but they still won. Uh, NXT pulled the 707,000, up almost 100,000 from last week, from their uh, 615,000. They're up higher than they were over the last three weeks. So, a little closer, you know, less than 70,000, much better than the drubbing that NXT took last week. Yes. Uh, And honestly, the shows were a little closer to, you know, these ratings reflecting, although I think NXT was better. We both think NXT was a little better. Uh, it's just what, what the ratings are. So, no demos. We're not demo gods. No, no, we certainly we fucking We certainly aren't. aren't. Uh, no, I don't care. Sure. I don't, you can tell me that all day. I don't care. And maybe it does really matter. I also don't care. Like, yeah. I number of viewers and that's it. Yeah. Sure. So, well, that's it, pal. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it for those shows. This, this, was, a long, this <laughs> was a long one. I, we, for, you know, shows that I did not like, we talked a lot. That's natural. You're always going to complain more than I know. I, I hate doing it, though. I feel real bad. Oh. I feel like, why are people going to want to listen to me bitch for an hour and a half about wrestling that they probably liked and I didn't? <laughs> that's funny. But that's fine. Oh, you in a better mood next week. I think I'm in a good mood, too. I don't even know what it is. Uh, I will say I did forget one thing. Uh, a very special happy birthday. From I think it was Tuesday night. To Zia Lee. Oh, there you go. Sup, Zia Lee. Did she get your card? <laughs> the, the police haven't given me a call yet, so oh, I don't good. think so. Good. But we'll see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, man. I got nothing else. Yeah? Nothing else to do? Oh, I gotta do the, the plugs. God damn it. Listen, just because you were on Neptune last I week was. doesn't that's mean true. you get to escape this week. Before the plugs. Before the plugs, I'm going to make an announcement. Okay. An announcement that we haven't made as to this point. Because we hadn't made a purchase until just right before the show. So we had... Oh, I was like, what the fuck? What are we talking about? We hadn't made this official. But officially... Brett and myself... Will be at the Mahoning Drive-In for the LVAC show. Damn right we will. 
Our first LVAC show. Yeah, because normally we were working. Normally we'd still be at work. This one's a little easier. So we'll be joining our friends from At Odds with Wrestling uh, and other soon-to-be-named network and otherwise uh, people and wrestling fans around the world. Uh, If you listen to this show and you're going to be at the Mahoning Drive in Lehigh in Pennsylvania for LVAC in August, I don't know, 15th, 13th, 14th? Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yes. I don't know the dates. No, not even that. The weekend after that. Oh, yeah. I'm not good with dates. Not two days from now. Not a week and two days from now, but two weeks and two days from now. Sure, (laughs) man. We will be there. Uh, Track us down. Uh, I don't know how to tell you to do that because we will be wearing masks. (laughs) Um, But we'll be there. Come see Joe Sposo. We'll probably be milling around him at some point. I know the Pod Van Dam boys are going to be there. Uh, I don't know who else. But if you're coming, come say hi. Uh, if you listen, we'd love to hear from you. If you don't listen, we'd love to hear from you. But how would you know to say hi if you don't listen? Uh, but other than that, excited to be there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Some wrestling, some movies. They're announcing the, the people who are going to be on the show. Zuh, two shows, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Two different movies. You should go check it out because there are also some good movies. Yeah, I mean, we've been going to the Mahoning for a couple years now. Yeah, like five years or so. And uh, it's, it's a great place. Good experience. Wrestling's yes. going to be fun. Yeah. A little outside wrestling starting at like six. Yes. Movies start around nine. Yeah. So you'll get a, a short little wrestling exhibition. A couple, two, three, four it'll be, matches. It'll be a good time. It will be a good time. Come see us. We'll be around. Other than that, social meds, hitting the plugs. At Wednesday Warpod on Twitter. Wednesday Night Warpod at gmail.com. Wednesday Night Warpodcast.com to listen to the show. That'll direct you to the pod bean. We got the soon to be named network at soon to be named network.com at STBN network on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, but we barely use it. And there is also an Instagram that we use even less. <laughs> Very good. Yes, great. We're masters at self promoting. Motherfucker, we work. I know, right? It's, <laughs> this, is, this is enough. We appreciate every single one of you that listened to what we do the minimum effort to get you to listen. Uh, call me bare minimum Brett. Oh, I call you barely legal with the barely legal armbar. Well, thought that was going somewhere else, no, but yeah, all no. right. <laughs> no, you're you're thirty year old man. I am, yeah. Uh so you old, you old. So other than that, Sumer Game Network, other shows there. Uh, at odds with wrestling, Longbox Heroes after dark, Longbox Heroes proper. Uh, Final Wrestling Place. Yes, they did uh, their SummerSlam Bret Hart episode this week. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it this weekend. I'm going to tell you right now. If they don't block number one as Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Okay. We're going to have an issue. All right. What was the Hitman versus his brother? Where was the paper was that at? Oh, man, that was really fucking good, too. But was that at SummerSlam? Yeah, it was SummerSlam. Oh, see, that might be my number one, then. But Brett Perfect from uh, like '92. I know. I don't know. I like that that Brett Owen match. I mean, the Brett Owen match is one of my favorite cage matches ever. Yeah, top five Brett match for me for sure. Okay. Well, All we'll right. see. Maybe I'll give it a listen I'm, to. I'm so gonna we have can to give it to I'm gonna listen to this weekend. Uh, Pod Van Dam, uh, all those other places. Give them a listen. Go to Soon to Be Named Network. Uh, the most important show of all, Porch Talk. Listen, the great episodes week after week. The you know the most bang for your buck, the most amount of entertainment for your time. 
is porch talk. Adam and I are going to have a baseball-specific discussion on the porch. Okay. It will be exclusively on the Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because Todd will not be there for, yeah. the, you, for uh, the baseball speak. You better get that in real quick, because baseball probably not going to happen for too much longer. Sure as shit isn't. Yeah. Uh, where Thanks, Marlins. <laughs> Uh, if you want to uh, talk to us individually on Twitter, which you're more than welcome to do, uh, unless you have an American flag and a random uh, mix of numbers in your Twitter handle, then I will just straight up block you. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am at the dudes, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E, talk comics, talk wrestling, talk horror movies, uh, talk, I started watching the Watchmen HBO series this it's week, great. and it was awesome, it so I'm not done. We can, we can talk that. We can talk whatever you want. Brett, where can they find you, pal? So, if you'd like to talk to me about... Who wouldn't? Uh, yeah, I mean, who the fuck wouldn't, let's be honest. Um, if you want to watch me uh, talk about New Japan, I think that... Oh, man, do I have to be up at 5.30 this morning? Uh-oh. I think Nagata Suzuki's this morning again, so of course I'm going to wake up. Yikes. Uh, if you want to see me lose my mind over the anniversary of uh, Onita versus Ricky Choshu and Exploding mm, Ring Marble I Death watched match, that, too. Great shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're going to watch me talk about the Sixers... Because they're they back this Saturday, baby, mm-hmm. and so the Flyers are back. Are they going to let uh, Embiid wrestle or wrestle? <laughs> they should let uh, him are wrestle. They, uh, I mean, Carl Malone did it. Are they going <laughs> to let him play basketball in the hazmat suit? <laughs> they fucking wish. Oh, that man's national treasure. Treasure. Um, follow me at Brett X Edge five seven zero. Come talk to me. Um, just for <laughs> for future reference, if you're a bigoted piece of shit, whoa, I will call you out. Because I don't give a fuck. Okay. So don't be a fucking scumbag. Yeah, don't be a piece of shit. Assholes. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'll talk to you about whatever. I'm a nice guy, I think. I think I'm pretty low-key, pretty laid back. You want to talk to me about the Flyers and horror movies? And uh, Speaking of horror movies. Horror movies. This week, our friends at uh, Pod the Dreaded Sundown. Oh, I forgot to plug them. I, th- I believe they did The Dribbler. Yes. In a celebration of the NBA coming back. Yeah, which like I, Night of the Dribbler. I immediately was just like, Chuck, what the fuck is yeah. this, dude? Like, Weird. So I'm about it. Hey, right. that's fucking, that's a deep dive. So yeah. um, shout out to those dudes. Really good dudes. Good friends of ours for a long time. Yeah. Um, And hey, Monday nights, watch Pain Pigs. Watch you, Pain Pigs. If you know, you know. We do. That's it. Sabu, not the real one. <laughs> Shout out Extreme Park. Man. All right. I mean, that's all we got. That's pal. it, buddy. That's it, right? We talked a long time. Let's let's wrap this up. All Thanks right. for listening. We'll be back next week with an adjusted schedule of some kind. We, we got to work bit. that out. I'm going on vacation. We don't, want, we don't want to not give you guys this uh, wonderful listening experience yeah. of me just complaining about wrestling for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we will have a bit of an adjusted so schedule next week. We're going to adjust it. We'll figure it out and let everybody know. Yes, for sure. Uh, and uh that's it that's it pro wrestling let's go you're listening to the soon to be named network the lamborghini of podcast networks Now you're off, nerds!